Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell. I'm the host of the show as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. Brown Girl Self-Care is a space for Black women who are intentionally blooming as we honor our wholeness, our humanity, and our healing. And we do all these things in a world that simply does not honor those things within us. So I want to go ahead and let you know up front what today's episode is about. I want to talk about making your mark on life, um, aka creasing the page. And I'll tell you more about that uh, in a moment. But first, I just want to welcome you into the space. If this is uh, appropriate, I would love for you to take some time to eliminate all the distractions around you. The world is a very noisy place. Use this time to just breathe, be still, to sit, to listen, to think, to imagine, right? Slow down. Give yourself permission to slow down if you're in a space where you can do that, okay? Um, All right, so before I get into today's episode about making your mark on the world, aka creasing the page, I want to share what I did for self-care this week, which is something I try to do every single time I record an episode. So this week, specifically today, today for self-care, I ordered a pair of uh, earbuds, noise-canceling earbuds, I believe they're called. And the reason that I did this is because something that I've noticed about myself is that I do not like noise. I do not like noise. Um, Is it all noise? No, I wouldn't say that. But there are certain sounds that I know I just, they just don't, they don't resonate well with me. For example, I have a neighbor and this neighbor has a dog and they allow their dog to bark literally all hours of the day and night. It could be four o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning, uh, 11 o'clock at night, eight o'clock at night. It really doesn't matter. This dog barks all day and all night. And I love dogs. I do. But that sound is really annoying, especially 
in the mornings for me, I'm very sensitive to it because that's the time. That's the only time that I have where the house is usually quiet. And in those quiet moments that I use to prioritize myself, uh, specifically with my uh, stillness time, my meditation time, my prayer time, my Bible time, um, my journaling time, things like that that require me or they don't necessarily require me to be in silence necessarily unless I'm doing intentional silent time. But it's those quiet moments for me as someone who exists in a world that is just sometimes so loud, so busy, so um, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. It's just a fast paced society and, and things are always happening, at least where I live. Maybe for people that live further out, you know what I mean? Away from the city, you probably, or I'm assuming you probably have a different type of experience when it comes to just like the hustle and bustle of living in uh, a city. But um, it's a lot. It's a lot. And so I don't know if I just have really sensitive ears because I find that it's not just the the dog barking, even though that's a big part of it, but I don't want to say any noise because it's not just any noise. It's kind of hard to clarify, but there are, are, how about this? There are times when I really just want more quiet. I just need and want more quiet. But I know that realistically, I mean, again, look at where we live. Look at how fast-paced the world is. There's so much technology. Things are dinging and beeping. People are yelling. And that leads me to something else. It's like, I don't know if it's just me, but I, maybe it's just where I live. (laughs) I have some other neighbors to the left of me and they yell all the time. They yell constantly, uh, constantly, like in the morning. Whereas, let's see. So if I were to, let's say I wanted to wake my daughter up for school, which I don't do anymore, obviously, but let's just pretend that this is back in the day uh, when she was in like junior high or elementary or whatever. And so whereas I might go into her room and be like, get up or something, you know, these people are like, get up. It's just, (laughs) it's just, everything is constant yelling, constant yelling. Um, sometimes there's arguing. I don't like to hear. I mean, sometimes, yeah, sure. You, there's like a little bit of drama like, Ooh, what's going on? I get that obviously. Cause I'm nosy. I am. I am very nosy <laughs> at times, but generally speaking, if it's going to interrupt my peace, I don't want to hear your yelling. I don't want to hear your arguing. I don't want to, I just don't like loud sounds. I remember when I was working at my corporate job, one of the worst things that could possibly happen is, of course, the year before I left. So they never did this before. And of course, they didn't do it after, but they literally did it the year before I decided to leave. They spent millions of dollars to fly us to Florida. And we had this all hands on deck meeting slash it literally literally felt like a four day concert type event. And when I tell you that I was overwhelmed, there were so many sights, there were so many sounds, it was loud, it was just, it was just very uncomfortable. And I had to be in this 
huge space with probably not probably there were thousands of people there like i said this company spent millions of dollars to fly every employee out hotel every employee feed every employee like it was a lot this was a huge event and it was just like a four-day concert and at the end there was like fireworks and it was just it was just a lot it was very overwhelming for me so all that to say now that you kind of have an idea of a little bit more about who I am <laughs> again when I tell you that I I must do things that help me to lean into my pockets of peace like that's not a a wish type thing or it, it's it's like a necessity for me to be able to to be well it, it's a huge part of my mental health again I don't have expectations that the world is going to always be quiet it's not that it's just that when I am constantly put in situations where I'm not able to for example have peace or be able to recharge that's when it's really bad um things can just be very loud and overwhelming for me. So for self-care this week, I bought myself some earbuds, like I mentioned before. They just came today. Um, hashtag Amazon Prime. <laughs> hashtag thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and, um, you know, I tried my hand at wearing ear, excuse me, earbuds before. Like, look at the little squishy foam ones. I didn't like the way those felt. They never stayed in my ear right. No matter how much you, like, screwed this way and that way or made them smaller, made them bigger, None of the earbud. This is like a tongue twister for me. Earbuds. I want to say AirPods because I have AirPods too. None of the earbuds worked for me that I tried. None of them. None of them worked for me, and they just didn't feel good either. They just didn't feel right in my ears, and so I was kind of looking around, and I stumbled upon. I believe the brand is called Loop, and um, they have a few different ones. I got the quiet version. I guess they have like some that you can use for like. If you want to be able to still hear people talking, but help the background noise eliminate a little bit. I don't know. I just got the ones that are quiet. They're like, AKA the quiet version. I stuck them bad boys in and this for me is life changing. It muted all the sounds. Like every time I tested them, I haven't tested them with the dog barking yet, but um, I'll do that tomorrow because this dog's always barking. So tomorrow morning, I'm sure I'll have a chance to test that out or even tonight. Um, I wouldn't sleep in these necessarily. Mm, I don't really, I don't know about that. I, I would not leave them in for sleeping. But for day to day, especially during my window of quiet time, which is like first thing in the morning, uh, I am definitely going to be using these. In fact, I'm going to be ordering another pair today once I'm done recording this episode. And that way I will always have a couple of these on hand. So um, if you're interested, I'll put the link in the show notes. Either way, you don't have to get these, but if you're someone that knows you have sensitivities to certain sounds or things like that, again, we can't control every outcome. We can't control every noise. We can't control really everything, obviously. But when at all possible, like if you know certain things about yourself, um, whenever you can, don't be ashamed to to try things um, that are going to help you to, you know, feel better or to live better or just to help you maintain a sense of uh, calm and wellness, if that makes sense. And it's not necessarily about the earbuds. It is for me, but maybe not for you. But like I said, you know, we can't control everything. But 
whatever you can do within your power to help you protect your peace, to help you maintain a certain level of wellness, don't be ashamed to do it. Don't be ashamed to go for it. Don't be ashamed to um, try new things and see what works best for you. Okay. All right. So that's what I did for self-care literally today amongst a few other things, but I felt like that was the most important to share with you. (laughs) So let's talk about creasing the page, honey. Let's talk about creasing the page. I know you're probably like, what are you talking about? Creasing the page. The reason why I keep saying that is because I had this kind of like aha moment uh, last week, technically, and it all had to do with creasing a page in a book. Sounds very simple. Sounds very, very, excuse me, basic. I know that. I know, I know, I know it sounds crazy, but uh, sometimes the simplest things that we do can lead to great awareness or even transformation. Does that make sense? These things that we're doing as we continue embracing and reclaiming our liberation, our freedom, our health, our wellness, our joy, our peace, our love, like like all these things, right? Our overall well-being, these things that we're doing, they're important. They're important and they matter. And the more aware you are, I feel like the more you're going to be able to make room to to embrace these things. Does that make sense? Um, And again, sometimes the smallest thing that you do on this journey are going to lead to sometimes the biggest results or the biggest mindset shifts or the biggest um, ahas or whatever you want to put in there, right? So I'm reading this book. This book is, um, by the way, called Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. It was translated by this other guy. I don't know his name, but uh, again, the book is called Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. And Marcus Aurelius, from what I understand, and I'm I'm not, you know, any historian or anything like that, just did a quick wiki search because I wanted to know who the heck I was reading. Um, He was, uh, I believe, a Roman emperor and uh, a philosopher and um so he wrote this book i don't know if this was like a diary or a journal for him i'm pretty sure it was uh by the way he this guy was born maybe like a thousand or two thousand years ago uh so way before you and i uh landed here on the planet uh and he wrote some amazing thoughts in regards to just like life and wellness and morality or just living your living your life in um god and spirituality like just just life okay just some life thoughts uh i don't really know the background behind the book my only assumption can be that he was just journaling or writing his thoughts on how to be a better version of himself or how to live a better life but um if you want to check the book out because i'm telling you there were some aha moments in this book And this is why I creased the page, because after I read uh, a certain part of it, I literally almost threw the book at the wall. (laughs) I promise you, I almost, you know how you have those moments, uh, like, uh, 
like for example, I'm I'm being dramatic here, but you know how we be saying uh it snatched my edges or I was about to take my wig off and wave my wig, like just those real <laughs> moments. Um that's how I felt as I was reading this book. I'm only about a quarter maybe a quarter of the way or a fifth of the way through the book, which is good for me because I this is a book that I am intentional about slowing down on and reading and rereading the pages. And that's how I got to the creasing of the page. So here was the dilemma, y'all. So I'm reading the pages and I read some things. and I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> he is really, this man wrote this like a thousand or 2000 years ago or whenever the heck he wrote it. And it still applies certain things for me to this day thousands, hundreds, decades later, however you want to look at it, right? Now, I know these are not his original words from what I understand. The way he wrote it initially, you got to be like a brain surgeon to understand <laughs> how they wrote back then, I'm guessing. So someone translated it, but the elements of, of what he's saying are still there. And some of the stuff he's talking about, or some of the stuff he said, y'all, I was just like, whew. if anyone snatched edges, he snatched edges for sure. For example, let's see, I'm just quickly finding two of the things that I read where I, right around where I creased the page. So hopefully these resonate. <laughs> so here we go. So one of, the, one of the things he wrote, this is Marcus Aurelius. He said, uh, yes, keep on degrading yourself, soul, but soon your chance at dignity will be gone. Everyone gets one life. Yours is almost used up. And instead of treating yourself with respect, you have entrusted your own happiness to the souls of others. Ciao. <laughs> and then let me see. Here's another thing that he wrote. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. Oh, here's one that I was just like, I think I said the devil is a lie on this one. <laughs> so here's another thing he said. Um, ignoring what goes on. Let's see. Ignoring what goes on in other people's souls. No one ever came to grief that way. But if you won't keep track of what your, wait, it, but if you won't keep track of what your own soul's doing, how can you not be unhappy? I'll read that last line again. If you won't keep track of what your own soul is doing, how can you not be unhappy? Y'all, when I tell, look, I just slammed the book. Did you hear that? <laughs> Y'all, when I tell you, I was ready to fight somebody after reading some of this because the way he just snatched me up with some of the stuff he said I'm like <laughs> what is life right now <laughs> what is life right now so anyway here we go to creasing the page and this is what I want to talk to you about um so when I got to around that spot I knew that I wanted to come back to that but here was the dilemma I didn't have a bookmark I didn't have a bookmark and I struggled. I'm not even kidding you. I struggled with my desire to crease the page. I struggled with the desire to crease a page in a book that I purchased that was that came to me unmarked, brand new, uncrumpled, clean slate. Have you ever struggled with that before? Leaving your mark on a book because you're like, oh man, I don't want to mess this book up. Sometimes we get it in our minds that life is meant to 
be lived in a pretty way all the time. So that might be for some people not getting creases in your tennis shoes. Don't come for me. I'm not a sneakerhead, but I heard that that's very important and you can't because you'll ruin them or something. I don't know. Um, it could be you not wanting to crease a page in a book. It could be you uh, doing a number of things that escape me right now. But you, you, we, I, okay, let me bring it back to me. So I'm not like, um, you know, like making it seem like I'm talking about everyone because I'm not. But um, just I just kind of have lived through life afraid to crease the page. Afraid to make my mark. Afraid to maybe make a mistake. It's a $15 book, sis, and you're afraid to crease the page. Here's the thing, though, that helped this, this thing that helped me in this way was that me being afraid to crease a page, me being afraid to make my mark. Yeah, it's about the book, I guess, on a very small scale. But what I took from that was because, again, like we've talked about before, how we do one thing is how we will do a lot of things. So it's not about the book. It's not about the book. I mean, it is, but in the grand, grand, excuse me, scheme of things, it's not about the book. You feel me? Me being afraid to crease that damn page. Me being afraid to make my mark. Me being afraid to not do it right. So, oh, I might make a mistake. I might crease it wrong. How you crease a damn page wrong, by the way? But, oh, I might not do it. It might look ugly. It might be ugly once I've, once I've made this one crease of the page. I might mess it up. That is the theme for my life in, in, in certain areas. That has been the, the, the main theme of my life. Being afraid to do something wrong, being afraid to make my mark. And you know, like making your mark in a book, really for me, making my mark is about being seen. Leaving my mark in that book for me is about being seen. Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. 
Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body, so I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. There are opportunities, y'all, that I have turned down because I did not feel like I was good enough to, quote unquote, leave my mark or crease the page. Things I've never even shared, talked about on the podcast, things I said no to or hid away from because I was afraid to leave my mark. I was afraid to show up. I was afraid to do something imperfectly. I was afraid to put myself out there in a way that I could not take it back. Have you ever gone onto Instagram and um, you posted something? Let's say you you spent half an hour creating a little post or a reel or something like that. You posted and because Instagram be Instagramming and the algorithm be algorithming, you look up and crickets are chirping. No one has like, or maybe you get like a couple of likes from your mama and them. And then, uh, so you delete the post because you're embarrassed. You put yourself out there and you're embarrassed. So you delete the post, or I think there's a way you can hide the post or whatever you do. You get rid of that post because nobody liked it. Maybe some people saw it. You don't know, but because we have put so much, we've, we, we're so heavily invested in the like and living for the like, we're afraid to crease the page. We're afraid to leave our mark. We're afraid to put ourselves out there in case we quote unquote do it wrong, right? We're afraid to be seen. That's what creasing the page represents for me. That's what making your mark, you know, in that book or making my mark, you know, with highlighters or creasing the page or bending, you know, that's what it represents for me. The more I thought about it, I was like this, I, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes again, it's the simplest things, but if you just kind of follow the trail, not in a judging way, but in an open way where you're like, get curious about it. You, there is so much about you to uncover that all it requires to start is just a curiosity and a, a, like a willingness that to do it in a non-harsh, judgy, critical way, which is hard for me. I'm very hard on myself. I'm very critical of myself. Even now, yes, absolutely. That's why it's hard for me to crease the page. 
That's why it's hard for me to crease the page. That's why it's hard for me to make my mark. That's why it's hard for me to show up. Why do you think you don't see me often on Instagram? Well, let me take that back. Side note, you don't see me often on Instagram because I don't like to post on social media. <laughs> I don't like to do it. But I'm talking about when I do. Like the, the, the pictures of me is what I'm talking about. How often do you see me on like a live? When's the last time you've seen me in a video? I have been so afraid to leave my mark. I've been so afraid to quote unquote crease the page and do something possibly imperfectly or something that I can't take back or mess something up or mar something in some way that I don't show up in that way because it's out of my comfort zone. I'm very comfortable speaking to this phone and having this pseudo conversation with you. But don't ask me to speak. Don't ask me to be on nobody's stage. Don't ask me to be on nobody's video, nobody's camera. Because it's a no for me. It's a no for me. <laughs> it's a no. But I know that I was put here to, to get out of my comfort zone. I know that that's what this next level is requiring of me. And so your girl is going to be doing some videos very soon. I've, I have some guests that are going to be coming on the show um, very soon. So look for that uh, in the next month or two because I'll be recording the interviews this month and next month, by the way. And these videos, I'm going to, well, the audio will be on the podcast, but at some point they're going to, these actual videos of these conversations that I'm going to be having are going to be on YouTube so that you can actually see me have these conversations. Do I want to do this? Like, is there, like, willingly? Hell no, <laughs> I don't. But I don't want to live a life where I have left pages of my life uncreased. You follow? I don't want to live a life where I'm just so in my comfort zone. I never break past my internal barriers. These barriers that were built up because I needed them at a time. Maybe there was a time in my life where it was just like, no, sis, do not make your mark. Do not crease your pages because this is going to get, it's going to be, you're, you're, it, maybe I just didn't feel safe to do so for whatever reason is my point. But those things that were set up to, I guess, protect me, if you will, in some strange way, now they're a hindrance. Now, again, I'm a, I'm, I, I've got things to do, but I'm afraid to do them because I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to do something I can't take back. I don't want to look, I don't want to do it wrong. I don't want to me mess up something that's already physically perfect by inserting myself. You know what I'm saying? This is, these are the thoughts that I have filtering through my mind on a day-to-day -day basis, unconsciously. This is the programming that I have, you know, that is dictating the moves that I make or don't make. And enough's enough. Enough is enough. So let me tell you what I did with that book. 
I tell you what, I took that book, I creased the damn page, okay? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. I creased the page. The world did not implode. And I took a highlighter, highlighted some of those quotes, and took a pen and wrote in the damn book. This is huge for me because I cannot tell you when is the last time I wrote in a book outside of a book that is intentionally meant to be written in like a journal or something like that. I cannot tell you. And even then, you know what? Even then there are times where I will get, you know, the journals that like, for example, I'm right now uh, on week two of, if you go to Instagram, I mentioned a journal. It's, it's the last post that I did. It's called Radical Permission, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it's by... Sonia Renee Taylor and, uh, oh gosh, is it Adrian Marie Brown or something like that? Anyway, it's on my Instagram. Uh, even when I buy journals like that, the old Brie will be like, oh, let me not mess up these pages. So I'm going to write those questions that they ask in a blank journal and then write it in there because I might want to come back to this later and you know, do the journal again a year from now, or I might want to give this to someone and then it's going to be ruined, right? Like just thinking those kind of thoughts. And that to me is also, when I think about how I, I didn't want to write in a, a, a journal that's specifically meant for writing, that to me speaks to my my belief in lack and my conditioning of lack, Think about that. If I write in this, I'm going to ruin it. That means I might have to buy another. But what if you can't buy another journal? What if they don't make the journal anymore, right? It's, it's, it's all connected, but I promise you, when you do the smallest things, like in my case, creasing the page, highlighting in a book, writing in a book, like it may not sound like much and you think that the things that you are doing every day as you embrace your freedom, as you embrace your healing, as you embrace your joy, as you embrace protecting your peace, as you as you embrace growth and and um, just all the beautiful things that we, you know, deserve to have and be. They're not going to be like these always huge, big things. The smaller things can lead you to the biggest transformations. So whether you're struggling with putting yourself out there, whether you're struggling with leaving your mark, whether you're struggling with walking in your purpose, whether you're struggling with loving yourself, whether you're struggling with, um, I don't know, just, just whatever you might be struggling with right now, it doesn't matter. But I want you to remember that the things that you are doing, like listening to this podcast, listening to the podcast of others, being in community with other black women, uh, going for a five minute walk every day, deciding that you're going to drink water and, and, and put down the Dr. Pepper for just one day. Like, I don't care how small <laughs> you think it is. It matters and it's going to make a difference in your life. It's going to it's gonna make a difference. It's going to help you to just continue to expand. It's going to help you to show up differently. It's going to help to 
expand your mind. It's going to just help you in so many different ways. This healing work that we're doing is helping me tremendously. It's just my life has changed so much in the last few years from going thinking that I just could do nothing or wasn't good enough to still struggling with that. Don't get it twisted. Still struggling with that, but it's just different now. I, I, when you start to do things like creasing the page, leaving your mark, putting yourself out there, showing up authentically, like you, I'm still afraid to do things. I'm still afraid to do some things, not all things. I'm still afraid to do some things, but the more you continue to, I keep saying, crease the page, the more you continue to crease the page in your life, the more pages in your life that you crease, the more times that you show up imperfectly, no matter what, the more times you don't, for example, delete that Instagram post, even if nobody liked it. Because a lot of us are living our lives for likes. We're not going to talk about that right now. But the more we begin to do these things, it's going to enable you to live your life differently. You're going to be able to show up differently. You're going to be able to do things even when you're afraid. You're still going to be able to do them. And that's what counts. So I don't know what ways you're holding yourself back. For me, again, something as simple as creasing the page led me to a profound aha about how I still am doing some of the things that I'm doing and still have some of these rooted mindsets that I have. But I want you just to pay attention. Pay attention. Don't be so quick to move on to the next thing. If you notice something kind of come up where you can question like, why am I doing this? Why am I afraid to do this? Why am I, wh- wh- why am I thinking this way? Or why am I feeling like this about doing something so simple? Like meet that resistance where it is. Again, no judgment, no criticizing, no harshness. You know what I'm saying? It's just about being curious and exploring and seeing if there's something in there that resonates that you can pull out that will help you continue to move forward in your your healing and and your self-awareness too doesn't mean that it's going to magically solve you know world hunger or now you're magically just hashtag living your best life no there's just work to be done but I promise you like that, that self-awareness that will enable you to question why, for example, you're afraid to crease a page, why you're afraid to break up with someone that clearly has no love for you, why you're afraid to have a hard conversation, have a hard conversation with someone that continues to, you know, treat you in a certain way or why you continue going to a certain job when really you have your heart set on working at company ABC, you know what I'm saying? Or it could be a a number of things, really. But getting curious about those situations are going to really like crack that window open and let some fresh air in and some light so you can kind of see what's going on within you and in your environment. So we need that. We need to be able to identify those quote unquote crease the page moments and and dive into them, explore them. Don't be afraid of them. Okay. 
Well, all right, y'all. So that is it for this week's episode. Before I go, I just want to thank you uh, um, for everyone that is a part of this community, for every share, every like, every comment, every email, um, every review. I appreciate you a million percent. This show would not be what it is without you. So thank you for your support. Um, and yeah, that's it for this week's episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. If you have any questions, um, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, that's connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Uh, and that's it for this week's episode. I will talk to you next Monday on the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Take care. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.